0: Hey, Kathy. Yes, Stacey. Are we GHing? Of course we are. Yay!
1: The episodes we're covering this week are 106 to 110. And this is a crazy fucking spoilers CSF episode, CFS, whatever. Because (laughs) if you have not watched these, and you want to encounter all the glory that are these episodes, you need to stop listening now, go watch that, and come back, because we're going to talk about it all. So many crazy things happened. And I think we'll start with the wedding. Agreed. Because there was a lot with this one. The beginning of the uh, week started with... The actual ceremony and Laura making that huge long pause with, does anybody have any objections? Anybody at all? Anybody calling once, calling twice? <laughs> it was so weird. That's not a thing that you have to do. And she's like, I have to do it. That's not real. Um, But fortunately, or unfortunately, as we will later find out, no one said a word. And I think their vows were beautiful. I just...
0: do, but I also don't understand why then... Laura doubled down and said, do either of you
1: have objections? I, I know mean, I that was objection potential was long and drawn out, but I think they had a beautiful, beautiful ceremony and it was capped with some lovely toasts by their friends. And I think the actress playing Elizabeth had a cold, uh, so they couldn't really show her, but, um, but that was, it was all very lovely And then Marshall surprised everybody, got out there and played his oboe, I think it was. Clarinet? Beautifully, or clarinet. I don't know. It was was beautiful. We're not musicians. All of that was lovely. Trina decides that Stella needs to be there. So she and Spencer take off to go talk to Stella. Without telling anybody, and she is the maid of honor. Are you just... Well, Weird. not only that, at the very beginning they have that interaction with Dex and she tells Sunny, My dad's got security all under control. You don't need to add security. But she leaves with Spencer. Everybody's like, Well, where is she? I don't know. And it's all just super cash. Let's continue with the wedding. We'll continue cutting the cake. We'll do all the toasts. I don't know. Where's Trina? Can somebody find her? No, we're good. She that was really the entire reception. So Trina goes to Stella. Stella says, hey, I can't go to this wedding in good conscience because your mom is not telling the truth about something. So Trina comes back on fire. The, just as the bouquet is flying through the air and lands at her feet and she's like, mom, we got to chat. So everybody says goodbye. The Wedding's over. Portia goes off into a room with Trina. Trina's like, you must tell me the truth. And Portia finally does. I don't know who your daddy is. And Trina loses it.
0: Yeah. Trina was so mad already at Portia. Like walking in, so mad. And it's so out of character for Trina. She is always a benefit of the doubt, do the best you
1: can thing. She's been intelligently advising Spencer And that's why, like, you know, Stacey and I had to talk about it because I was just not buying it. But Stacey was rightly pointing out that these are still in her teen years and emotions run high and somewhat unexpectedly in certain directions. But still, it was slightly out of character for her to just turn so quickly on her mom. But she did. She did. And And then... She had resting bitch face down. It
0: was not even resting bitch face. It was active bitch face, it was active like, bitch face for the
1: whole rest of the scenes. And Portia could see her whole future crumbling because then Curtis comes in with Taggart, and says, "What's going on?" And she tells him that she's not sure if he's Trina's dad or not. And he says, "Why did you lie to me?" And she justifies it. Uh, in her head she's got it justified as to why she did it and it's because he left her back in the day and she was trying to make a good life for her kids and all you know in a bubble it's, all of the reasons sound great
0: i get it but it's so bizarre because she's she's very anti-confrontation when it's her
1: fault mm-hmm.
0: but she is all about confrontation when it's anybody else's fault
1: Agreed. And all of this, I I believe, will force a confrontation between Portia and Jordan, even though last week Jordan tried her hardest, or maybe it was even this week, she tried her hardest to talk Stella into going, even so much as defending Portia. But Portia's not going to know any of that. And she's going to well, come. Jordan
0: came so hard at Portia and then mm-hmm. immediately went to Stella and argued the other side.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like <I think> that... <laughs> one scene to the next in the same episode, it was like, what is happening? What is happening? I don't understand.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it sets up a pretty good fight. So it it's terrible. And that was how it ended. Just basically Portia weeping and Curtis trying to come to grips with it.
0: Well, and Trina and Taggart, that scene was very cute, too. He's like, you're you're mine. Yeah, he was a great dad. And she was like, but when I was little, you would say, come get your daughter. And of course, of course, that's what parents say when they don't want to deal with it. This is your kid, not mine, right? Yeah,
1: that was a nice little touch of lines because it made it very real for any parents who are watching. It's like, you've said that so that whole interaction where she was like, I don't know who I am. I think Taggart did a good job. He he held it together. He also took some of the blame for his and Portia's marriage falling apart. So he's coming across very, very noble right now, which is helpful.
0: We got to go back, though, and remember that Trina wasn't sure if she wanted Taggart in her life. And like it's, I, I don't know. I just can't. For her immediate response, I get it. She's super emotional, but I, I feel like their their bond is real strong and I hope I hope they get past this. I don't need Trina and Portia to be the new Michael and
1: Sonny. No. And well, I mean it sets up some pretty nice stories which I'm sure we'll get to. But who knows? Who knows if Curtis is her dad or not. DNA tests will be forthcoming. All right. Are we ready to move on to the next? So excited. So excited. I mean... We cannot get to this quick enough. It starts with
0: Heather giving Ryan, like, you know, a second grade heart valentine. And she's like, you know, they don't let us use scissors. So I had to be creative. And she shows him her shiv. And he's (laughs) like um okay whatever and she was like also your real present is we're going on a road trip with our daughter road trip and he's like what so she gives him the shiv and he's like yeah this is just so you can blame it on me when it goes wrong and she's like no we just need you and (laughs) kind of both are true but man Ryan and Heather they are they are showing it So, um, Heather takes Esme and she's like, let me walk you to your room. I'll show you a shortcut. And they're like clearly walking out and Esme's like, what, what, what are you doing? And then a guard shows up and he's like, what are you doing? She's like, just got lost. And Esme's like, I don't know what's happening. And then of course, Heather's keys get flung and he's like, freaking out and then Ryan just stabs him and he immediately dies.
1: Immediately. (laughs)
0: Immediately dies. Like, just straight to to death. There's no bleeding out. Kind of how Nicholas just died being bashed in the back of his head. I mean, there are some instant deaths happening lately that are not gunshot related. Anyway, the minute that happens, Esme just starts sobbing. I don't want this. I don't want this. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And Ryan's like, I wish you could remember how awesome you are. You're strong and you're smart and you're devious and you're my daughter. And he looks completely out of his gourd. And she's just like, I don't want any part of this. What's happening? And they just feel so bad for her shuffle out. And then Mac is on his way to talk to Heather. Oh, Oh, my goodness. And he sees two women on the side of the road and he's like, do you need help? And they turn around and Esme's like, please help me. Please help me. Please. Help. She is still crying. And then Ryan, of course, smacks him in the back of the head. He falls down, steals Max gun and Max car. And Esme's like, please let me go. Please let me go. Please let me go. And they're
1: shoving her in the back seat. It's and then awful. it's awful and creepy and hard to watch. And it was like, wow. I mean, I was here for the whole scene, but woo. And Ryan's like, going to shoot Mac in the head. And they're like,
0: we don't have time for this. That's the, that's the alarm. Get in the car. And he's like, well, I have to make one stop. And we know of course he's going to stop for Ava. <sighs> Ridiculous. In the meantime, in the meantime, Felicia goes to talk to Ava because she's trying to set up this side hustle to get Ryan to react or whatever and then the next scene here's Ryan at the house this is sort of a separate storyline but really it is part of it's the part of the same break. thing yeah and he is oh both of you are here let's get it and my lovely I, ladies what I loved about this was Ava
1: just laughing in his face oh they were so confident and Ava was not nervous at all all felicia lost it a few times my dead husband
0: is in the stable i'm not (laughs) scared of you and they're just taunting him and of course at this time austin is who knows where because they heard the door and they're like you gotta go i'll be there in a minute but it takes long enough that austin comes to the house and we leave this scene not knowing if Austin is going to rescue them because he hears what's happening. And then Heather
1: is at the door with her hook.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many things with this. I cannot wait for next week.
1: I honestly, here's my biggest here. here, Like while this was going on, Mac was at the hospital and Jordan was trying to piece things together. And the new character, Warden Brewster was like, Oh yeah, we found the guard. Um, Ryan Chamberlain's free and laura immediately knows where ryan will go yeah and so we know laura is going to bring the hounds to spoon island which is exactly what ava does not want
0: <laughs> yep it's it's so weird and oh, and Ryan tried to get Ava by like nobody would rescue her except her piece of shit husband, who we know is dead. He's like, "I think Avery's too young, and nobody likes you." And oh my just, god, it's she's so great! At
1: yeah, it's but, very exciting. I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen. They,
0: they call Mac, or Mac calls them, and yeah, Mac call calls Felicia, speaker, and like the whole thing. It was it was really well done.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, we are super exciting.
0: for this storyline. Cannot wait. I'm probably going to tag Ryan Chamberlain's character in our post because it is
1: awesome. Yeah. And so the last storyline we have to cover is kind of like the, the the thing that tied everything together was Dante and Sam in London going to try to find Maggie Fitzgerald, who is Esme's nanny. So they end up finding her. But she's very nervous and finally comes clean that Ryan Chamberlain. We're
0: almost hitting Dante with a cricket bat.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot of things. But she finally comes clean and says that yes, she's Maggie Fitzgerald. Yes, she she took care of Esme. And oh by the way, Ryan Chamberlain is her dad. And so then Dante's able to let Jordan know that. And now everybody in Port Charles is going to know that Ryan Chamberlain is Esme's dad, which that's been the, the underlying secret for months, if not every so over a year. So it was kind of year, fun.
0: It's crazy. Well, we have a few musings to get to, but of course, fashion first. Fashion first. All right. So everybody in red, winner, specifically Felicia and Terry in their Good red point. dresses for valentine's day hot there Good was a point. scene where they're both in the dining room at the metro car court and we called my husband over and we're like look isn't her dress pretty and he's like which one <laughs> there's Two red dresses i was like oh both of them he's like yes he liked terry's dress specifically because he couldn't really see felicia and for him to have an opinion on fashion is rare so win win terry
1: win yeah she's beautiful Felicia's overcoat I just wanted to make this note it was very pretty it was like this tannish beige big oversized overcoat but what's interesting about it is earlier that week, I had been in Irvine. And a starbucks and this woman came in wearing almost the exact same overcoat and i couldn't stop staring at it and the lady thought i was kind of weird and so i said i'm sorry i'm just really i'd love your overcoat And she goes i got it at zara hundred dollars and i was like whoa okay so then when i saw it in the episode i was like zara that has to be a coat it was quite lovely all right well we're gonna have to put that in our post as well um, nina's overcoat was beautiful too the magenta one um, they do a really good job with coats on the, yeah, for, the most part. for
0: the most part. Other than that one Nina Brown coat that was not yeah, good.
1: The buttons. No, um, that was good.
0: And then Jason, my husband, also commented on Liz's dress in the same way that Kathy and I did. No, hard yeah. pass on Liz's dress. And I kept comparing it. When we were in high school, my best friend was in like a fashion club and one of their challenges was to make formal wear out of trash bags. And that was (laughs) what Liz's dress reminded me of. Yeah, it wasn't good. That's really all I had with fashion. Because Yeah, it wasn't it was a lot of the same fashion from last week. And we don't wanna except for Terry, who we're gonna talk about forever because spectacular.
1: Okay, so for musing, we did have a brick sort of sighting because Sonny called brick to find out about the shipments of whatever it was. Yeah. It was a little throwaway shipments. scene, but obviously it's setting something up.
0: So for those of you who don't know, my husband knows brick, obviously Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. And so whenever he's on, we're like, Jason, Jason, Jason. <laughs> Jason is obsessed with brick one of his and, things that he was going to do for a special is count the number of times he smiles and it know he always ends up
1: with still zero smiles from <laughs> well if he's in next week we'll have to have jason on the show to get you know the status uh, and also in our fireplace theory totally remains intact uh and Dante and sam's say they were in and in there was no fire and thus they did not they have an intimate teasing moment. Teasing Dante they did, kept but... saying,
0: "But come on, but come on," and we're like, "There's no fucking fire. There can't Sorry, be Dante. any sex." And sure <laughs> enough, multiple times we're like, "There's still no fire. They're not having sex." So that holds true. Uh, the storyline I, I want to talk about is mm-hmm. how they're trying to break the deputy mayor, and Eileen's haunting is haunting her. Uh-huh. So they haunted her car. And then they intercepted her phone and haunted her. And that poor woman is going to have a breakdown. She keeps trying to quit working for Victor. And he is an asshole. And he's like, you don't work with me. You work for me. And that is a never-ending position, basically.
1: Yeah, and Victor was especially creepy this week, talking about his son's death as sometimes we must sacrifice things for the greater good and so creepy. Yeah. And he's and so like he,
0: asking about Anna's body and Lucy's body and he's like and I'm trying to get my son home to have a proper burial. Nobody buys that you give a shit about Valentine
1: except as a pawn. So, let's can we talk about Eileen again though because Eileen is essentially being haunted trying to quit victor goes to laura to apologize and then the very first piece of information she gets she's back on the phone with victor telling him that esme has escaped so i just i mean she's a weird character they need to define that a little bit better
0: well and i think they might be because that was anna's thing she's like she had a spotless record before this And so she's real curious to see what Victor has on her or how she got in this situation. Because Anna's like, she was a good person. She had nothing, no blemishes. And that's why they targeted her for haunting. Because to Valentine's point, Victor doesn't have guilt. That's not a thing for him. So haunting him would not work.
1: Right. Okay. So we are then, based on that, that's going to be an interesting reveal then as to what the heck they have over eileen okay yeah you're right forgot about that um i
0: read somewhere um when i was you know internetting um and i agreed they need to give yuri and terry a storyline but i love the little peek we got into it terry was pulling liz aside saying i think there's love i think they're still feeling and Yuri says to finn you know i hear you're not together and he's like what happened and he's like it's complicated and he's like love isn't complicated
1: yeah i really hope they they dive into that story Yuri's a really neat character too a lot of times these these smaller players they're Especially really one-dimensional yeah but these two are not one-dimensional there's a Definitely. lot to explore
0: like, so, remember when he was in charge of Brooklyn and he was, like, building the crib and Yeah, he was so sweet. Like, he is a sweet person, I feel. Yeah, he's a really and neat character. I so good with Terry.
1: So there was a, there was a kind of a smaller scene um, earlier in the week. We didn't really talk about Willow uh, in the storylines because her storyline was basically she doesn't want to get married in the hospital. But... And kind of cornered Carly in the elevator. And at first we were like, ooh, they're going to have a, you know, but pretty much Carly did and said the right things to Liesel, especially because Liesel had just lost her daughter and Carly kind of keyed into that. And then Carly brokers a bit of a piece to uh, kind of encourage Willow to have a conversation with Liesel. And Liesl kind of comes out and says, hey, you're one of us now and we protect our own and we are here for you. And that was, I, I liked that scene. That was, that was neat.
0: I did too. And I like, like Carly just took it from Liesl and then she just said, look, I am never going to advocate for Nina because Willow and Nina had their own relationship. Their situation is not because of me. She was like, I will, however, advocate on your behalf. Yeah, which is, and you just watched Liesel's face sort of melt, and she was so sweet with Willow, even though we know, in her innermost self, Liesel is not sweet.
1: Oh no, she's incredibly complicated on the on the on the um, on the lawful evil side. I mean, you. <laughs> you know, she will always choose. I mean, and now Esme is loose and she has a vendetta against Esme. You know, really, crap is going to go down at Windermere next week. And the, the, I mean, Ava may get away with killing Nick because somebody might find Nick's body and be like, Wow, somebody killed him. You know, she may get away with the whole thing
0: could have been anybody right there's Mm -hmm. not a murder weapon
1: yeah this is gonna be great the showdown in spoon island (laughs) is it a zane gray western novel or an episode of general hospital who knows that's all i have for musings
0: all right well i can't think of anything else that I... i thought there was something else but i'm good with it um did we talk about that the wedding is gonna happen at the oh that's it The quarter main mansion will house their second wedding. However, it's in two weeks, and that's when the shipment is coming for Pikeman. So something is going to happen. You know it's going to be the same day. There's going to be problems. You just know it. I
1: love it. I love it. I didn't even put all of that together. It's fantastic.
0: Reach out if you need us. Go to the website, rweghing.com. It has all of information. Tell our us your thoughts. Send us the messages. Follow the podcast. Whatever makes you happy. Tell Watch your friends. Us, uh, to have you. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.